Hello, and welcome to the EKU School of Business 5Q series. I'm Mike Hawksley, and I'll be your host for today. In this 5Q podcast series, we have a chance to get to know our colleagues, our students, our graduates, and all of our friends of EKU Business. We have a chance to hear from people who believe in EKU, from people who have a dream and find a way to realize that dream, and to hear from seasoned business professionals. And with this opportunity, we want to engage our students and our future students and all of our stakeholders to give some insight on what goes on behind the scenes inside the School of Business. We want these interviews to act as an oral history, describing what went on in years past, what we're working on today, and what we hope for the future. But first, this podcast is brought to you by the Eastern Kentucky University School of Business, housed in the beautiful Business and Technology Center on EKU's main Richmond campus, the EKU School of Business, graduating the most coveted business students in the region. Our undergraduate and graduate degree programs have produced global leaders and innovators. Are you the next great business leader? It's a great day to be a colonel, a business colonel. Thanks, Allison. It is indeed a good day to be a colonel. And now, before we start, a salute to those that serve in the past, present, and future. Colonel's orders. Fire the cannon. And now, let's get on with our five cues. Today, we're getting to know one of our graduates of the School of Business. We're here today with Ed Yeast. Hello, Ed. Thanks for being with us today. We'd like to get to know you a little better, and to that end, I'd like to ask you a few questions. First, when did you finish your degree, and where has your career taken you since you graduated from Eastern? Well, it's, it's quite a journey, Mike, and good morning to you, and it's uh, truly a pleasure to be here. So really, after my graduation uh, from Eastern, I uh, really entered the textile business through a company called Aerotex, and through a management program that they had, really was uh, exposed to accounting and controllership from that early onset of my uh, experiences and really was interested and had to go back and pursue a degree in accounting and eventually an MBA in accounting both at Northern Kentucky University and Liberty in order to be able to go into controllership. And since then, I became a plant controller and then I had been a group controller and actually even for a time with private equity was a division controller and, you know, really uh, spent, you know, the span of about 11 years doing those. And then nearly 22 years ago, I joined Inouac, whom I am currently with as controller treasurer, and then eventually moved to the chief financial officer of their automotive division. And then just a little over a decade ago, I became the senior vice president and chief financial officer of North America for Inouac. Next question. Can you tell us about one professor, class, or event that stands out in your mind as memorable? Well, I would like to really elaborate on an experience I had in, in public speaking because it, it, it really uh, had a significant impact in terms of some of the skill set that I've learned. And, and that was through an EKU ambassador program that I think was fairly new. So it was really, uh, I think, a pilot program at that time. And uh, so it was the early onset as far as the really reaching out into industry and to corporations that potentially could recruit Eastern graduates. And we were to be a representative of Eastern and to really be a, uh, an example of the caliber of members that were coming out from the university into the community. So 
I really enjoyed, you know, being a part of that program, the initial training. And then it's really where the, you say that the, the, you know, the rubber meets the road. And I actually had to do a presentation in front of a corporation that was uh, on my agenda, one of three, I believe, that we had to have. And it was a disaster. Uh, I was nervous. I, I looked at a paper. I read from it. I stammered and really understood how challenging it could be to speak publicly. So from there, I've really had in my mind that I had to develop public speaking skills. And fortunately, I've had opportunities to do that in, uh, in, in really my job and even have formal training. And it's really become a key part of my ability to communicate. And there are a lot of impromptu times, like today, that I need to really be able to articulate and speak to an audience. And I certainly think I, I, that I'm better than I was, you know, in 1983 when I, it, was, it was a really rude awakening in terms of what happened. But the professors that were running the program, they were very kind and were supportive and really helped me begin the process of what it is that I needed to do to improve in that skill. How well did EKU prepare you for your career? Oh, no, no question. Uh, the business core at Eastern uh, was extremely, I think, comprehensive and really gave me a fantastic foundation across various levels of really, you know, the integral parts of business, really from, from marketing, from the economics and understanding the trends, the accounting really obviously became instrumental, finance class, management, trying to think of some of the other areas that really was really foundational. And one of the ones that I thought was really interesting that's actually served me well, and it was one of the management classes that I had, and it was actually effective uh, negotiating skills. And we actually were put into a scenario whereby we were management negotiating with a union. And we had terms that had to successfully obtain, and the union had goals that they wanted to obtain, and it was really this interaction and how we were actually going to find compromise and balance and figure out what it is we needed to do. You know, those types of real-world experiences, you know, I remember Management 500 in terms of actually making decisions to run a company, and I had a little bit of similar program in my MBA that was like that, but you have to make decisions on research and development and capacity uh, expenditures and, and marketing and really, really how, how you're going to invest the finite monies that you have. And it was, even though it might have been a computer model and we were making decisions, it's real world stuff that we were dealing with. And what's the, what is really the return to a shareholder in terms of performance? And a lot of those things were been very valuable to me. If you had one wish for EKU, what would it be? Well, I've understood, given the, the nature of our population in our, in our state and the declining number of, uh, of students that are available, that you know we may be faced here with a decline in the student body, which is extremely unfortunate because the value that Eastern brings to, to students and not only that, but really the immersion into the campus and all of its facilities. And, and it's remarkable how much is more is offered 
today and I, with the exposure that I had had uh, for the short time I've been here, it looks like that Eastern's not only taken what I experienced, but they've accelerated that. And I believe there is an enormous value that students coming here can, can reap in order to be able to prepare themselves for the future. And I would like to see Eastern find a way that they're able to eliminate the decline that they may be faced with based on the population and find a source of students that will, will, will revalue that they will become colonels and contributing members of really not only our state but nationally, internationally and as leaders in business and the things that they do. I think there's, there's great opportunity, a lot to be, a lot to still be achieved. If you could give a high school senior one piece of advice, what would that be? Well, obviously, you know, when you're, when you're finishing up your high school, you know, and you're really launching, you're into your transition into your next portion of your life in this journey, I think it's important to make sure that you keep a focus on what's most important. And I'm not saying not have fun, not enjoy some time in terms of the freedoms and opportunities and expression, but I believe that it's important to understand the value of what we're doing. Don't go into a lot of debt. You know, be able to work, have a work ethic, both if you need to work. You know, I, I, I worked two jobs in college, and I think it was of high value in, in terms of not only a work ethic and the relationships I built in doing those jobs, but understanding value. And also, it probably, you know, kept me balanced, honestly. But I think that students need to, even though they may not know what they want to do, they still need to continue to research, evaluate, and think about their futures and what are the career choices and what are the areas and what are their attributes, their talents, and their interests. And it must be something that is that they pursue that not only maybe they enjoy, not only that they think is important, but it needs to bring them, uh, to give them a skill set that they can take into to the workforce and actually have a marketable skill where someone wants to hire them, someone wants to, to reap that value that they bring. Otherwise, what's the point? Thanks, Ed. I really appreciate your time today. Thanks for being here with us. My pleasure, Mike. Thank you for the invitation. Thank you for today. Greatly appreciate it.